We're up to Simon Kuflam at Ches Sefalab. Zoktam Mechaber Hakoyre B'Toyre Lo Yeshayir B'Parashat Pachas Meshleishe P'Sukim. Don't stop an Aliyah less than three P'Sukim from a Parasha. Parasha means either a P'Sukha or a Stuma. Because if you stop the Kriya, let's say two P'Sukim before the beginning of the next Parasha, before the next P'Sukha or a Stuma, so there's a Gzairim Epnei Hayoitzimaz Mebeis HaKnesis. Somebody who leaves after this Aliyah and he sees that you left over only two psukim till you get to the next parasha. There's a gzera that they're going to say sheyomru that ha'ila achrav leyikra l'shnei psukim anishar. They're leaving now. They're not going to see who's getting the next aliyah. They're going to assume that the person that's getting the next aliyah is going to finish off this parasha till the beginning of the next parasha. And since there's only two psukim left, that means the next kaira is only going to be laying two psukim for his aliyah, which is a problem. So therefore you have to leave a minimum of three psukim before the next parasha of psukha or stuma. Like this, if he leaves, he'll assume that the next ayla is going to be laying the three psukim. Why are we worried about someone who's going to leave in the middle of Kriya Satayra? There's a big issue for someone leaving in the middle of Kriya Satayra. So the Rechashulchan says, you know, we're scared. Someone has to go out. He might not be back before the next aliyah. So we're chayshish for such a person. And therefore we say don't stop unless there's three psukim left. However, the Mishabur is very, very clear that this that we have in our Chamashim, Shaini, Shlishi, Revi, that's not what Parsha means. Parsha means Psuche and Stuma, and there happens to be a whole big tumult whether this Shaini, Shlishi, Revi has any Makar. The Goin, it's brought down a Maisrav, wasn't Goin, Shaini, Shlishi, Revi. There's nobody who is a Barsamcha who made these breaks. You can break anywhere else you want, Faket. He was Makbed Davka to make the Elias. It should finish off by a Psuche or a Stuma, not stop in the middle of nowhere. Shani and Shlishi, many Paiskim say, has absolutely no validity. But the nice thing the Minigal Elim is that we do stop Shani and Shlishi, Revi, Vichulu. But when the Mechaber says Parsha, Hizicha doesn't mean Parsha, he means Psuche and Stume. Similar to Zak the Mechaber, Vichain le Yaschilba Pachas Mishleisha Psukim, which means that when you finish laning, don't go into the next Parsha only to Psukim. If you pass a Psuche, or a stuma, make sure that you pass it by three psukim. Don't just stop after two psukim. Why? Because if someone comes after you finish this aliyah, and he sees the next aliyah starting two psukim in from the beginning of a parasha, they're going to assume that the aliyah before laying from the beginning of the parasha till here. So therefore, if you go past, if you start go into a new parasha, make sure to lay in at least three psukim before you stop. So like this, when the next aliyah starts, he's starting three psukim in. So the person that comes in by that aliyah will assume that the previous aliyah laid from the parasha till here, the hainu three psukim. But if you leave off two psukim after the parasha, he's going to assume the previous kaira was only kaira two psukim. Now why would a person think that if you stopped two psukim before a psuch or a stume, that the next person is only going to lay in two psukim. Why would he assume that? Assume that he's going to lay in the next two psukim, and then he's going to go into the next parsha. So seemingly, it was ongenom that when people lay in, they usually finished by a parsha, by a psuch or a stume. So maybe if you stop two before, they're going to assume that the next person is only laying till the psuch or a stume, because that's usually where you stop. However, even though we said that we're talking about Psucha Stuma, the parasha doesn't mean Shani Yishlishi, Zokta Meshavura, today people think that Shani Yishlishi is also like a parasha. 
So therefore, it's Kedai to be Nizri even there. I know, even though the Ikadin and the Mechaber is not talking about that, but Meshavur says it's, it's, it's Mestaber to be Nizri there too. That let's say if you're laning, don't stop to Psukim before Shlishi, because then the person might think that the next Aliyah is going to be laning only those two Psukim that are left till Shlishi, because in people's eyes, Shlishi is also like a Parsha, and it's normal for people to stop at the end of a Parsha. What happens if the person made a mistake and he ended Takadakriya two psukim before the parsha? So what does the next aliyah do? So if the following parsha is a continuation of the same Indian as the previous parsha, so the next aliyah will lane the two psukim before the end of the parsha, right where from, from where the previous person stopped, and he'll continue into the new parsha. Because there's no problem continuing into the new parasha, because the new parasha is also from the same Indian. But when he continues into the new parasha, he has to make sure to lay in at least three psukim from the new parasha, because you're not allowed to stop less than three psukim from the new parasha, because then you'll have a xayr for the nechnasim that might think that the last person only laying two psukim. So again, if you stopped two psukim before the end of the parasha, as long as the next parasha is a continuation of the same Indian, the next oiler would lay in those two psukim till the end of the parasha, continue into the new parasha, Three psukim. If the next parish is a totally different Indian, for example, Zokta Mishabura, let's say on Yomtiv, in Parshas Hamayadis, if the Euler Revi went past Chamishi, he went all the way Kamat till the end of the Parshas Hamayadis, he stopped two psukim before the end of Chamishi. So then, the next Euler, if he just lanes those last two psukim that are missing from Parshas Hamayadis, he's not allowed to continue into the next parish because the next parish has nothing to do. With Mayadis, it's a whole new Indian. So in such a case, Dr. Mishnabur, what he's going to have to do is he's going to have to lane one Pasuk back that Revi already laned, even though he's hazarding over a Pasuk. He has no barrier, even though we saw before the Mishnabur said, you shouldn't be going over Pesukim that we read previously, but here there's no choice. So you would lane one Pasuk that the last Eulah laned, plus the other two Pesukim that were left, and you have a total of three Pesukim. This din, that you shouldn't leave over less than three Pesukim, before the end of a parasha, or shouldn't start a new parasha less than three psukim. Dr. Meshavur, this applies equally to the Iker Kruim, let's say to on Shabbos, to the seven Kruim, as well as to any Hesophis. Even if you're Mesif on the Shiva Kruim, it's the same thing. Any Aliyah that you lane, you have to make sure to leave over at least three psukim before the end of a parasha, and go into the new parasha at least three psukim. Not only that, even the Ilam after also shouldn't start two psukim after a parsha. What's the chiddush? The chiddush is that everyone knows that whatever the mafter is laning, somebody laned that before him, because the mafter chazers over what people laned beforehand. So if, let's say, there's five psukim from the end of the parsha, there's five psukim in the mafter, from the last parsha till the end of the parsha, there's five psukim. So the mafter shouldn't be oiler the last three psukim, even though, l'chari, you could say, What's the problem? Everyone's going to realize, what you, what's usually the chash? If he lanes the last three psukim, and there was two psukim from the beginning of the parish until where he started, people are going to think the last oila only laned two psukim. But that's not true, because everybody knows that whatever this mafter laned, the previous person also laned. So he also laned these last three psukim. Afapikain, since originally, when mafter was niskin, the mafter didn't dafka lane over what the previous person laned. He laned his own parsha, so then it was Negeya, a chshash, that people are going to think that the last aliyah only lay in two psukim. So even today we continue with that, and therefore in a case 
when there's five psukim, the parasha, the last parasha in the Torah has five psukim, the mafter should lay in all five and not start three psukim before the end because then he's leaving over two psukim from the beginning of a parasha and there's a gzair. Mishnabur brings from the Shire Ephraim, if the ma let's say the last parish in the Torah had five psukim. So we said the mafter should start from the beginning of the parasha, laying all five. What happens to the mice if the mafter only started from the last three psukim? He didn't do the first two psukim, which was wrong. And now he chapzach. And he didn't make the bracha achreini yet. He was just goyle the Sefer Torah. Even though he didn't make the bracha achreini yet, you don't say that he should now go back to the beginning of the parasha and laying all five. So the Sharetzin is Medayik, it's Mashm over here, that you don't have to go back and start laning all the five psukim from the beginning of the parasha. But if you want to go back, you could. So the Sharetzin, that's because we're talking about mafter. And mafter, there's no problem going back and laning something that someone previously laned, because the whole mafter is like that. We lane what the previous person laned. But in one of the regular aliyahs, in a case when you have Gzair Mishim that the last Kair stopped two psukim into a new parasha, which he wasn't supposed to do. So now there's a chashash, Mishaman and Chanasim. They're going to see the next person start by the third Pasuk. They're going to think that the previous Aliyah only laying the first two Psukim of the Parsha. So here, L'Chayre, you have a way to be Mesakin. Just tell the person who's either now to go back to the beginning of the Parsha and lane over the two Psukim that were previously laying. So everyone will see that nobody laned two Psukim. So of them, Zak the Mishabura, they are no. There, once it's been the Ebed already, the person was over and he laying two psukim into the parasha, we don't say that the next Eulah should be Chayzer and laying those two psukim again to prevent the problem of Nechnasen. But the Ebed, we're not Gezer Mishim Nechnasen V'yaitzim. Azay Zok, the Mishnah Brur. However, many other Paiskim, Kiveger and their Chashochan also says, Azay Lehalach Lemaise, in this case for sure, let the next Aliyah start back from the beginning. And Nechanam, in Nermal, you're not supposed to lane over what you previously laned. But here, because you have a Gzair Mishim Nechnasim and you can fix the problem, why not fix it? However, the Mishabur clearly held not like that. He says, Ein lahachmer b'dieved Mishim Chashash Nechnasim v'yaitzim. Gzog derema, ve'ein chilik b'in parashah b'suchel d'stumen. This whole halacha of Gzair Mishim Nechnasim v'yaitzim, you shouldn't stop two psukim before a parashah or finish two psukim after a parashah. This parashah is both a parashah b'suchel and parashah stumen. Gzog derema v'ayter, u parashah she'ein irak shnei psukim what does this mean? We're saying that you're not allowed to stop if there's only two psukim left to the end of the parasha. How about if you stop at the end of the parasha, but the next parasha has a total of two psukim. You have a parasha of two psukim. You have many parashas in the Torah like that, especially in parashas Pekude, where there's parashas made up of two psukim. So the Chayr here also. Even though you stopped at the end of the parasha, a person who walks out of Shul now will assume that the next person is only going to lane two psukim because the next parasha is two psukim. So what, how about in such a case? Is there a problem? Zakhtar Mishnah no, there's no problem in such a case. Zakhtar Mishnah there's no problem. The Mishnah explains why not. Because when is there a Gzairi Mishnah if you did something interesting? The person's going to say, why did you stop two psukim right before the end of the parasha? Why don't you continue to the end of the parasha? It would have been normal to finish a parasha. Elamai made the next person is going to finish up the parasha. But if you finish to the end of the parasha, we don't have to be scared who will think the next oil is only going to lane the next parasha itself, which is two psukim. Why? The next oiler will lane the next parasha, which is two psukim, and continue and lane another parasha to make sure that he finished three psukim. It's only when you do something out of the ordinary that we have this chashash. Zog the Meshavur, who had din, there's no problem finishing the aliyah at the end of a parasha with two psukim. We're not scared that the nechnasim now, the next people that walk in later, they're going to see 
that the next oil starts right after a parasha that had two psukim, so they're going to assume that the oil before only laying the two psukim of the parasha before. No, they'll assume that he laying the two psukim of the parasha before with a few psukim of the previous parasha, because they don't see anything interesting. It's only if they walk in and they see the oil is starting two psukim into a parasha, they're going to wonder, why did he start two psukim into a parasha? Why didn't he start from the beginning of the parasha? Must be because the last person had the ali and he only laying two psukim. So it's only when you do something out of the ordinary that we're chayshish. However, the, the Mishabur brings down, there are yesh machmirim, that even in such a case, you shouldn't do that. In other words, you should not finish a Kriya with the end of a parasha, if that parasha only had two psukim. And so too, you shouldn't finish the Kriya near a parasha, right, right by a parasha, which the following parasha has two psukim. There is yesh machmirim, and the Mishabur says that you should be chayshish for that. However, every Rishchidosh, we do this thing, because in Rishchidosh, the third Aliyah, the last two psukim that he lanes is B'yayma Shabbos, or the Shabbos B'Shabbat, or the Tomd From B'yayma Shabbos till the end of Shlishi is a parasha B'fnei Atzma, which is two psukim. So we finish laning a parasha of two psukim, and according to this Chumre, there'll be a Gzeir Mishum Anachnas, and someone that comes in for a V will think that the previous person only laned two psukim because the previous parasha was two psukim. al Amis, he did nothing wrong, the previous person, because he didn't only lay in Shabbos, he lay in three psukim even before that. But according to this Yeshla HaChmad Chathchile, you would have this problem over here. However, the Mishabur, even though he's maskam that Yeshla HaChmad Chathchile, but he says, that's the Minig so you shouldn't do it. But, Dr. Mishabur, when you lay in this parasha of Rishchidosh during the Kriyas HaTayr of Parashas HaShavuah in Parashas Pinchas, and the Chanami, there you should make sure that the Kriyah doesn't finish an Aliyah after this parasha of B'yayim HaShabbos, because then it comes out that the last parasha that he laid was a parasha of two psukim, and we should be machim l'chatchil, gzeim they're going to think that the previous person only laid the parasha of B'yayim HaShabbos, which was two psukim. Mishabur brings down the Sharetzin, that the Sharefraim says, when you lay in Parashas Pinchas, you also shouldn't stop an Aliyah before B'yayim HaShabbos, because you would also have the Chumr L'Chatchila of G'zeir Mishum HaYaitzin, that the people are going to think the next Ali is only going to lay in the parasha B'yayim HaShabbos, which has two psukim. Sharetzin says, he didn't want to be saysim like that in the Mishnah Brura, because there are Chalkim in this case. However, it, it's Mashim that he's also maskim that you should be Nizra L'Chatchila when you lay in Parashas Penchis, not to stop either before B'yayim HaShabbos or after B'yayim HaShabbos. Now in Parashas Penchis, there's a very interesting posik. There's a Pasuk that starts, Vayihi Achri HaMageifa, that's the middle of a Pasuk, HaMageifa has an Esnachta, and there's a, there's a new parasha right afterwards, it's a Psuche, Vayihi Achri HaMageifa, it's three words of a Pasuk, and then there's a Psuche, the parasha ends after these three words of the Pasuk, and then it continues, So here, Mishabur brings from the Magan of Rom, there's no problem stopping an Aliyah right before the Pasuk, Vayihi Achri HaMageifa, there's no Gzeri Mishamayoyitz, and people are going to think, the next person only laned till the end of the parasha, which is sachakal, three words, a half a posik. Because the gzeir mishamayoytzin is a person laying two psukim till the end of the parasha, but no one is going to have a havamina that someone just laying the half a posik, because nobody lanes half psukim. Sharfraim adds, who had then, the, the person could lane and stop after the posik, even though it's only a half a posik after a parasha. Again, because the nechnasin, no one's going to be chayshish that the person beforehand only laying the half posik. Because nobody's geyser, that people are going to think you only laying half psukim. Zokter ma vaiter, v'yichavin she yaschel tamed likrei bedavr toiv, 
When you lay, you should always make sure that the end of the Kriya finishes with a Dover Toiv, and you should always start laying with a Dover Toiv. Now, Dover Toiv, Dr. Mishabura, means something which is good for Yisrael, because if it's bad for Akam, that's not considered a Dover Ra, that's also Toiv. And so, too, a Dover Toiv for Akam is not considered a Dover Toiv either. He brings down Mishabura from the Sefer Hasidim that. These are things that you should be Nizrael, it's been Adam Lechaveri, about Kairish. We should not call up an Aliyah, a blind person, or a person that limps in the parish of Mumen, where it says, Iveris, Ishover, because you might take it personally, making fun of him. Or Huadin, a person that has uh, Tsaras on his head, you shouldn't lay in the parish of Nisokim. And so, to a person that there's a coil that he was Mizana, you shouldn't call him up with the parish of Arias, he's going to take it personally, trying to hint something to him. And always make sure to keep this in mind, not to be, uh, not to call up a person to an aliyah where there might be some makam for him to feel that you're singling him out for a certain reason. However, the place can bring down the Rabbe, that if it's Yidua that the person was over Arayas, and we know that he wasn't Chayzer B'Tshuva, then Faket, you should call him up to a parasha of Arayas in order to be Mavayashim, that he should do Tshuva. Some Seifer brings down very interesting from his Rebbe, Mnosan Adler, that on Sukkis, when you lay in Ali of Levi, you lay in the Isra of Chodesh, he would not call up a Levi who was not Nizr in Isra Chodesh because Sukkah's time already is after they cut down the new Tvur. And mainly he didn't want to call up a Levi who wasn't Nizr in this Isra. Mishbur also fears Ois that you shouldn't bishas the Balkair lanes, Brochus or Klolis, when the Torah, like by the Torah, the Brochus and the Klolis. He should not be mechavan to a specific person when he reads the brachas, and he should not have in mind to be mechal someone b'shas he reads the klolis. Because when you lay in the Torah, the kavana has to be likris b'tayr l'shmo, v'loy l'shem achshav v'zara. Shabura ends off, this is what the Ramah says, v'isayim b'davr toiv, that you shouldn't end the kriya in a peronis to klal Yisrael, who had din, you shouldn't end the kriya about a story of an individual doing a davr